Hello, hello, and welcome to today's episode of the Dreamers Succeed podcast. I am so excited because our guests today are people I am blessed to call friends. Joining us today are Jenna and Jason Shelfer, a power couple that I can only describe as a truly dynamic duo. Uh, Just to give you an idea of what you're in for today, uh, Jana is a three-time Paralympian and a gold medalist, an award-winning broadcaster like on iHeartRadio, like Real Radio, a certified life coach, author, speaker, podcaster, and producer. Jason is a sales and sales management guru with over $100 million in sales. Yes, I said $100 million in sales. A philanthropist, a podcaster, a speaker, a coach, a professional mentor, and someone that if you don't know them yet, guys, you're going to grow to love them throughout this episode. I mean, they are the real deal. They believe in and promote the fact that you are just one decision away from living the life of your dreams. In other words, our kind of people. And folks, I could go on and on, but <laughs> I truly Thank love you. people, y'all. Please help me welcome Jenna and Jason. Woo! Woo! You're Thank the you, type Berta. of cheerleader that we need to just put in our pocket, right? <laughs> Can we just put Berta in the back seat of the car and ride around? <laughs> <laughs> I just love you guys. And I, I know how busy, crazy busy you are. So I am super grateful that you made the time for us to share this space today. Um, like truly, truly, like I'm all goosebumpy here, guys. Oh, and you well, will know you. why, folks. Um, how's your 2021 so far? Happy anniversary, by the thank way. You. 15 Yay! years. We've been thank married you. for 15 years today. Oh, my goodness. It's that's been amazing. the best 15 years of his life. <laughs> that's right. Ah! <laughs> yes, dear. I cut yes, that. Dear. <laughs> um, no, but seriously, guys, I, I, just, I just love how much intention you guys bring to your marriage. Um, and that, that really just resonates and it, and it, it gets sort of contagious with everyone around you that you Thank are, you. that you're intentional, that you are, uh, passionate and compassionate with each other and that you're learning from each other every day. I think that's a, that's a huge deal. I mean, you know, Berta, it's funny that you say that because this morning I was speaking on clubhouse and I actually, people were asking me for, they were like, what's your secret? What's your secret to, to a great relationship? We're not telling you it's a secret. (laughs) Stop. (laughs) Honestly, just as you said that it's contagious to be around us because I do find when people are around us, they get better. But I find the more love and compassion and self-care that I give to myself, Mm -hmm. the better partner I become because the more I show up in life, and the better he partner I become becomes through a you. direct <laughs> reflection. Yeah. He starts showing up better. And the next thing you know, our partnership gets better. So wow. it, it's very, very odd how that happens. It's like we all are one, right? We all are a mirror of mm-hmm. each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And one of the sayings that I heard a long time ago was, if you're on a train and it's going into a dark tunnel, you don't think, oh, my God, I have to jump off this train. You, you're like, <laughs> hopefully there's a light coming up. You know, right. I'm, I, don't, I, can, I can be scared for a minute, but at the, I'm going to go to this light and I'm staying on the train. It's, wow. So 
when it comes to a, a marriage, you're you're going to have some some situations. You know, there's mm-hmm. there's wines and bumps on the roads, but hang on, there's no need to go to a different train car. There's no need to start looking elsewhere. You're in this with a partner. Lean on your partner yeah. when you're scared. Choo choo. Yeah. Stay and on this stay train. Yes. Hang on till the light comes, and then you'll notice that it was worth the ride. Oh, I love that analogy. I love it. And the truth is that that you know we we get into this mode of you know it's got to be better somewhere else or something different has to be better even even with our with our with our dreams and the way you know stuff gets hard and stuff gets you know we were just talking before we we jumped on the recording uh that that importance of of making sure that we know where we're going the how there are going to be adjustments and they're going to be you know winding roads and maybe a detour here or there but as long as you stay focused on on the where you're going um, the house is going to show up. Would you agree? Right. It, I. You just mentioned something. You said it's going to get hard and we're always looking for something better. Mm-hmm. And what I have found in my life, I'm a paraplegic. I was injured in a car accident at age 15. And what I find is that sometimes the worst things that happen in our life are actually, that's where the magic is. If we can wow. somehow find gratitude in those things. And and so here's the thing. When I became a paraplegic, I actually, within a few days of being in rehab, a fellow patient who was a quadriplegic asked me to scratch his nose for him because he was unable to. He didn't have use of his hands. And I, I do. And I, I thought that was weird at the time, but it, it allowed me to have a mind shift of gratitude. And all of a sudden, instead of feeling sorry for myself, I realized, oh my gosh, how lucky am I to have my mobility, to have my hands, to be able to groom myself, to be able to have a voice, to be able to have these experiences. It just, it went from focusing on what I can't do to what I can do. Now, as I've grown and become more Mm self-actualized, I've taken that gratitude to almost an extreme. I call it radical Mm -hmm. gratitude. Mm -hmm. And if you can actually take paralysis, for example, and find the gratitude in being paralyzed, then you start realizing there's nothing in this world, even the times that we think are dark, they're actually working for us. So when I take my paralysis, I start realizing, you know what? It's because of my paralysis that I'm a great storyteller and that I have, mm-hmm. I've had such a great career on the radio speaking and that I've had a career as a wheelchair athlete and I've traveled all over the world and that I've met the man of my dreams and we've been married for 15 <laughs> years. And I see you smiling over there. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, you start thinking about the worst things in your life. You find the gratitude, and then you realize there's nothing bad that's happening. It's all good. It's just in the way we're perceiving it. That's huge. And you know what's crazy is that the gratitude will make that shift because I know that when 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 we got together and we spent a, a great uh, three-day weekend together just strategizing and getting into things, you you all talked about that that being one decision away from the life of your dreams. That could be that one decision, Jenna, that that just that that decision to to start looking at things from the perspective mm-hmm. of gratitude 
just changes everything. It's 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 where your attention goes, your everything goes, right? Right. So I I think that you have a limited amount of attention that you can give any one thing. And if you mm-hmm. if you're focusing on anything negative or, or what you're missing or what you're wanting, or you can focus on what you're grateful for and what you have. Mm-hmm. So if you're focused on what you're grateful for and what you have, and you're focused, <clears throat> excuse me, more on that, you're taking away from that attention that you're focusing on what you don't have. Wow. So, what you look for is what you're going to find. Yeah, right. and, and more opportunity is going to just start blossoming mm-hmm. and just showing up for you because you have more focus to give and you see things that you never saw before that were always there. It's amazing. It's a weird phenomenon, but it is out there. And to piggyback off of what Jason is saying, this is our platform now. We are living lucky. Yes. And people say, what's living lucky? (laughs) Well, have you ever been in a phase in your life where things just go right? You go to the store and a parking spot opens up for you or everywhere you go, you seem to find a a nickel on the floor or a, a penny and, you know, and you think, how is this happening? Or, or you, you start thinking, oh, maybe I need a new car. And then, and then you're on the road and you start seeing the exact car that you want to buy on the road driving by, right? right. I mean, yes. this is a real phenomenon. Yes. Well, we have found in our life, if we do that with gratitude, the more grateful we are for things, the more things appear to be grateful for. Yes, yes. yes. It's almost mm-hmm. this law of attraction. It's It's been really profound for us, and we call it living lucky, that's amazing. And and I love that concept. I think one of the, I read once somewhere that what we appreciate appreciates, right? Yes. But, but let me ask you guys a question because I, I, I think one of the things that I love is that you, you're both big vision. You're both super hard for service. You're both, what can I do to make the world a better place? Now, living lucky, and, and I love that. And I want us to, to pause there for a minute to talk a little bit more about that. But how important is that component of expectation, because I think, you know, we always hear about, oh, you don't always get what you want, but you get what you need. I don't think we even get what we need, but we do always get what we expect. Did, Definitely. Did, did both of you have to uh, maybe consciously? There's a mind shift. Okay. So there is a mind shift. And just like a road trip, when you get, when you get there, mm-hmm. you realize you couldn't have gotten there without every single mile on the trip, right? Right. So when you say, you don't always get what you need, but you get what you expect. I I still believe that you do get what you need. Mm-hmm. It just might take you longer to get it because you weren't mm-hmm. expecting it. So if you're expecting it, you're going to get a lot sooner. So when you'd make that shift, and so that's that's us with gratitude because we're expecting things to be grateful for. Our road trips, we can get from A to Z a lot quicker we can run through the alphabet where before we would have to go through every the greek alphabet the, right. the, the it's English a muscle alphabet. Yeah. it's a creative muscle so, and the more you use your gratitude muscle the stronger it becomes and you've got letters h- hanging out in your blind spots so we have coaches like your like you mm-hmm. that help us see where we might be missing things so but every mile in the journey matters it's just getting that expectation so you're looking for it and understanding what you might have been missing before. 
And and back to what you asked, Berta, what you expect is what you're going to find. That's why it's so important to be clear with what you are putting out into the universe. What are you putting on that vision board? We yes. are all about vision yes. boards. We are all about writing our goals. We write our goals daily mm-hmm. on, on our in our journals. We write gratitude journals. We write goals yearly, monthly. I mean, we're, we're very clear about our intentions. Mm-hmm. And, and when one of us has a seed of doubt, that, that will come into fruition because your thoughts become your reality. And that's just a fact. Your thoughts become your reality. And that, going back to my paralysis, I have found that that's almost a superpower of mine is I have learned to develop an imagination unlike other people. And I didn't realize that I have been doing this for the last 30 years. But because my body is paralyzed, I have learned to, if there's somewhere that I can't go or something that I can't do, I can close my eyes and I can tell you exactly what it's like to do a cartwheel. I can tell you exactly how it feels to run a marathon. I can tell you exactly how it feels to climb to the top of the the highest mountain. I can tell you exactly how that feels. And it a lot of it is because I've developed this imagination, which is so crucial when it comes to your goal yes. setting. Yes. Because you, if you... Jason walks in on me all the time mm-hmm. when I'm in the bath. <laughs> when I'm in the bath, I, listen, it, the story's even getting worse because when so I'm in the bathroom, <laughs> I'll be I'll be in the what mirror. What are you doing in here? <laughs> and and he, I'll have tears running down my eyes, and he's like, "Oh my gosh, are you okay? Are you okay?" And I'm like, "What did I do?" I'm giving my speech. I'm giving yeah. a speech, yeah. and I can feel how proud I am to be on a stage in front of a stadium of people. Like I know exactly how much work I've put into getting there. And I, I can feel the roar of the crowd. Mm. It's amazing how your imagination and what impact that can have on your reality. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's just break it down to yeah. a simple, normal Friday night. If I expect to go somewhere to a party or something and I expect to have a bad time, what am I going to have? I'm going to have a bad time. It's all about the energy you bring to the party or you bring to life. Mm. If I go expecting to have a great time (laughs) and expecting to to make friends— What's gonna happen? It's like I'm your gonna grandpa. Have a great time. Yeah. yeah. Every morning he wakes up. Boy, do I have enthusiasm, <laughs> optimism, and enthusiasm. Oh, that's if amazing. you're approaching life every morning like that, I love when it. When your feet hit the ground, if you if you say thank you and amen, and boy, do I have enthusiasm or enthusiasm? Yeah. How's your day gonna look? Yeah. 
Absolutely. I'm expecting it to be amazing. And And therefore it will be. It will be. And you know what I love about what you said, um, because you know, all three of us are big vision board. And and those of you who will see the video when the video is out, they're they're sitting in their studio and each of their respective vision boards are behind them. I'm a big vision board. My people know that I'm big on vision boards. But Jenna, you said something that is so important. And and Jason, even as you're describing your grandfather, I, I grew up with a very optimistic grandfather. Um, and he raised us because my father wasn't around and he'd be, you know, in his nineties with tubes tied everywhere in a hospital. If there was a hospital stint and you'd walk in and ask him, you know, how are you feeling? He'd say, Oh, like the flowers in the spring. And, and because that was his attitude, that's how he felt. But Jenna, that the importance of feeling, feeling that reality. I, I remember I was, I was sharing with a friend of mine a couple of weeks ago, um, that first trip, that first mission trip to Kenya, you know, Kenya had been on my list since I was a little girl and I had it on my vision board. And, you know, those acacia trees that are very symbolic of that Kenyan landscape. I remember that, that we're, we're driving that, that first day over, you know, after the overnight, when we're going into, into the bush and the Maasai and I'm driving, it's just acacia tree after acacia tree. And I remember I'm in this Rover and I'm thinking to myself, you know, I really should be more excited about this you know, because I'm here, I'm here. And then it occurred to me, I had been there so many times in my mind that it didn't take away from the experience, but it was like, I was coming home to somewhere I had never been before, like the John Denver song. It just felt, yeah, I was just breathing it in, but I had, I had experienced that so many times in my imagination that naturally I had no choice, but to end up on a street, looking at acacia tree because you you're manifesting yes. it. You're it's manifesting happen it with the in feeling. your mind first. Yeah. So, and the more you can feel it and imagine it, the the quicker it comes through. That's the expectation. Yeah. It's when you start expecting it, so you feel it. Jana feels it. I feel it. You know. Yeah. When you start imagining and, it, then you start expecting it, and then you start feeling it. Yeah. It's it's coming. I was yeah. walking the dog. Be grateful. Yes. Was it a week ago that I was out walking Tater and I actually saw my reflection, it was my shadow on the ground. And I don't know what it was about that reflection, but immediately I, I just looked at it and I thought, oh my gosh, that person is changing the world. And I just got this, this. I, I just was overcome with almost chills, wasn't I? Mm-hmm. And you came out and and again, I, I started crying because mm-hmm. that's what I do. I, I start looking for the bandit. Yeah. <laughs> and Jason's like, what's going on? Who do I need to, who do I need to set straight? Who yeah. do I need to have a talking to? Somebody's not living and, lucky. And I, I look, I pointed to my shadow and I said, that girl, that is who I, that's who I am becoming. Oh, Peter Pan moment. That is I who I am it. becoming. Yes, and then a jogger, then a jogger went by, and and we were we were like we were taking selfies with my shadow. Yeah. I was like let's take a picture with this the shadow. Don't kick her in the head. Yeah. She's changing the world. I love it. I love it. And that's and that's and let's talk about let's 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 talk about living lucky for a minute. Yes. Um, how this concept came to be. Um, what what is it that that people that we all need to learn about just that 
lifestyle because I, I believe that it is a lifestyle. So quickly, the concept came when we were in Tennessee with our good friend, Berta. <laughs> and on the drive there, we live in Florida. So on the drive to Tennessee, I don't know why, but I started sorting puzzle pieces. I'm a big puzzle person. Mm-hmm. And in fact, I went through a very dark time in my life. And the way that I found my spiritual connection, my God, mm-hmm. is I started doing puzzles So whenever I go through any type of anxiety or stress, or if I'm thinking about something, I tend to do puzzles because it keeps my mind busy or my hands busy Mm -hmm. and lets my mind wander. I was sorting puzzle pieces, putting the straight edges in one box, putting the other pieces in the other box, and I put the box of puzzle pieces up on the dashboard. Jason slammed on the brakes and the puzzle pieces went all over the car. They went in inside the the cushions. Yeah, they were in my my boots. They were in our bags. And, you know, on that trip, we had a car full of all sorts of bags and there were puzzle pieces everywhere. Then when we got out in Tennessee... But the doors were shut, the windows were shut, so we knew where the puzzle pieces were. Yeah, but when we got out of the car, puzzle pieces started falling on the ground. And then I I was realizing that I had puzzle pieces in my pants and in my clothes and there were puzzle pieces everywhere. And I literally said to Jason, maybe we should just give up on this puzzle because I don't think we're going to find all the pieces. But it was a puzzle of the Mona Lisa. Masterpiece. And I said, we're going to miss out on the the masterpiece. And so when we got to our final destination, which was spending a couple days with family, after the first day, we ran out of things to talk about. (laughs) So I said, you know what? I have a puzzle in the car. And we started putting this puzzle together. And of course, there were so many puzzle pieces missing, but we just kept working on it as a family. And eventually, we found every puzzle piece except for one. This is after a trip to the car where seven pieces were located. So wow. we, we had taken a trip to Tennessee, to Oklahoma, and now we were back in Florida. And I was like, we're never going to find that puzzle piece. And we had literally spent hours, hundreds of hours on this puzzle. Wow. Wow. And long story short, I, I happened to, we went to go get a banana smoothie. And again, bananas have been a... <laughs> A, a reoccurring theme in Jana Banana's life. <laughs> but we went to get a banana smoothie and we went to put it in the cup holder of the car. And sure enough, there was the puzzle piece. And I turned to Jason and I said, I'm living lucky. Wow. I am living lucky. And that's where the name came from. But the theory behind living lucky is when you show up for yourself, when you believe in yourself, you believe in the people around you, you believe wow. in your circumstances, then the universe is going to start conspiring for you, mm-hmm. by you, and through you. Wow. That is... And you're living lucky. Powerful. And you're living lucky. That is amazing. And I appreciate you sharing that story because the truth is that... And and listen, that is how... the you, God and the universe are going to show up and tell you, listen, you're on the right track. 
here's the one. And, and, and guys, for a lot of people, and I'm going to take this even a, a layer deeper, uh, for a lot of people, it, it's that one little puzzle piece that's missing. Yep. The masterpiece. Some people are the missing all seven pieces underneath the seat. Some people are only missing one piece, and they just need someone to help see it. Wow. And 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 then they get to their masterpiece, which is life. And what wow. was so ironic is almost every family member said, this is a waste of time. And, right and in fact, I was the one person that kept saying, no, you know what? I I just have I have faith that we're going to find it. I believe that it's all going to come together and even if it doesn't, we're going to we're going to have family time together and we're going to learn from this experience and at the you know the the very worst case scenario, I'll make a piece out of cardboard or something. <laughs> so that and that's you know like I was I And that's a coaching moment because yeah. Sometimes that one piece is something that you have to get creative with. Yes. It's not something that necessarily can be found. You have all the pieces to the puzzle and you're still missing that one thing that says, I I I can't see my masterpiece. I need help. So you can you can create that missing piece or fill in the the colors that you need. So, and Jana's excellent with that. And so I not only believed in my abilities, I said, you know what, guys, I've been doing puzzles now for the last six years, and it's gotten me through depression. It's gotten me through a lot of things. I think I can do it. And furthermore, I believe in all of you at this table. So I think together (gasps) we can really do it. And you know what? I think this circumstance, the fact that we've been driving all over America, (laughs) and and I know that you think I'm crazy for doing a puzzle in the car, but I don't care. (laughs) I believe in the circumstance that we're all here celebrating the birth of my sister's babies and yeah. and you know it was the first time we had seen each other during covid so we right. hadn't seen each other in a year i believe in the circumstance and i believe that the universe is going to start showing us the miracles and it did yes yes and you put yourself in a you well, you expected, expected for the universe to show believed. you the miracles, and you believe that you could do it. So let me let let's shift for just a second because Jason, you brought up a really great point. What a what a coachable moment, not only for ourselves because we're constantly coaching ourselves, um, but but really a, a great opportunity to have another tool in your toolbox to be able to bring something to the table. As far as and I know that you are a prolific extremely, extremely dedicated coaches. Um, you're, you're dedicated not only to the craft, but really to the success of your clients. So I want to I talk a little bit about that because I know that you are not only committed to the success of your clients, but you've taken it a step further by creating a community that has really become a beacon for us as coaches to participate. Yeah. And I never, honestly, I never understood life coaches <laughs> I just didn't understand why someone would spend money. I was like, but then I, I married Jana mm-hmm. and she's a three, three time Paralympian, a gold medalist, a bronze medalist. And I was like, well, she's been at the top of everything she's ever done. Wow. And I've been close. Mm-hmm. Never. At you married me, did well, I? Yeah. That, that was the, that was <laughs> the best gold thing medal. I ever did, you know? <laughs> and then I, then I started saying, well, you know what? Let me, 
what happened was, is I hit all my sales goals. Mm-hmm. I still wasn't at the top of the game, but I hit all my goals and I, I, I got lackadaisical. I just didn't have a lot of drive. So I talked to a sales coach Nice. and literally all he did was say, you just didn't set any other goals. You set your goals really high to begin with, and then you hit them, but you still got to set more goals. You can't just stop at the first goals. And I was like, oh my God. And I've been sitting here for a year and a half doing nothing except for resting on those last goals, mm-hmm. like a, like the Fonz against the jukebox, right? you know? Because those goals were my dream, but dreams can get bigger. So yes. now we said, everyone needs coaches because no one knows what their blind spots are. Right. So we built this community called I'm a Life Coach, Now What? Mm-hmm. And just like Napoleon Hill's mastermind theory that we all get there faster and better by building each other up and, and talking about things together, this community is fantastic. And it's a private Facebook group. They meet every other Wednesday. It's led by Tammy Baxgay. And it's just great. We all get in there. We talk about things. And a lot of new coaches. We make sure each mm. other succeeds. Yeah, yes. We help each other get yeah. better. Yeah, Because so many new coaches will get through their training and then say, oh, I can't do this. Or they're, they're missing a couple pieces. And these are some experienced coaches. They're new coaches. So they can mm-hmm. talk about what they, what they where their failures are, where their successes are. And move everybody ahead a lot quicker. Right. That way, because right. we don't need to not be serving the communities. Right. Right. And that's and that's the key. And I think one of the things that I love about about being part of this group, which I'm blessed to be a part of, is 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 really that 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 support. And I think one of my I took it on very early on. I would see and and I started coaching, you know, doing business coaching, even though I said I was I just wanted to play with people who wanted to jump out of planes with me and, and <laughs> let's go climb mountains. And I don't want to talk business and I don't want to talk corporate because I had been in the corporate space for 28 years. And as I started, p- coaches started to come to me to, to build the business of coaching. I took it very personally when I would see a coach that had so much potential to effectuate change and so much heart for bringing out the best in others, where if they didn't build a business and weren't, weren't, you know, sustainable, they'd say, well, I'm going to go back to being X, Y, or Z. And I began to take it personally that I need to mountain, The mountain to build a coaching practice is steep. Mm -hmm. It's very steep. So, because it's almost like building a brand. Everybody's building their own personal brand. So there's a lot of digital and marketing and social media. And there's a lot of behind the scenes things that people don't realize until they start doing it. And then they realize what I call stage three is this is harder than I thought it was going to be. Yes. Yes, absolutely. Plus, for me, what I realized is a lot of people are changing their whole ecosystem. So you're moving out of corporate America mm-hmm. to, and, and all your friends know you as CEO or, or salesperson or, or whatever you were for the last 20 years or last five years or whatever, whatever you did. Mm-hmm. And now you're changing to, I'm a coach. Yeah. It's, it's a big, it's a Which, big change. So how do you, how do you navigate that with changing your identity? Mm-hmm. That's yeah. yes. so. A big adjustment. Having, having a group of people that have done it are doing it and can walk you through that process of, of hey, this is what you need to expect. This is how you, you dodge and duck and, and mm-hmm. 
sharing resources. Yeah. It's amazing. Right. Cross pollinating, yes. cross pollinating of different communities. So therefore, we can share our promotions, and that way, and we, we can, all look better. And then everybody can have their specialty, and I don't have to worry about really anything because. I just like to say, hey, I've got a great coach in my network exactly. that does this. Exactly. Let me introduce you to to this person. They've got room for you right now. If yeah. you don't like them, I've got six more in, in the that's on the it. bench ready. That's it. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. And that's what I love, guys. And and I think what happens is, especially with with coaching, uh, so many. And I say, guys, listen, there are seven and a half billion people in this world. Okay, um, I don't care how many coaches there are. Uh, and, and listen, we, and, and I know that both of you, and I want to talk a little bit about, about that in a minute, really, really value and treasure that work-life balance. Okay. That work-play balance, as we call it. Um, super important. So, so there's, there's gotta be a, a cap, you know, for me, I don't work with more than 10 people. And if I have three corporates, I, I cap it at seven because I know the, the time commitment that it is. And I want to make sure that I'm showing up. That's not a problem, but I have amazing coaches who are friends and colleagues who mm-hmm. I love to refer out. And I, I can't coach anyone, everyone, you know, we've talked about it and we're very you protective with actually, our energy. You get the medal, Berta. You are the best <laughs> referral person yeah. of anyone we've met. And, and not only do we say that, but the people that you refer us to, they all say the same thing too. <laughs> They're like, oh yeah, Berta has given me the best referral. Sometimes I wake up in the middle of the night. It's literally, I just pop up and I go, it's a Berta referral. Yeah. <laughs> That's so funny. That's so funny. But I'm glad. And I love, and I love making the connections. You know, when I meet new people, we, we always talk about that. You know, people see that I'm taking notes and, and they think I'm writing down everything that they're saying. And what I'm actually doing is making a list of, of names of, of people, people that, that I know would mutually can that benefit. they would. I don't know what's going to happen from there. And, and people are always very gracious and they say, listen, you know, I pay referral fees. And I say, you never have to ask me that. Again. Tell me that again. I do not accept referral fees. Um, I know that it's a great business model for some people. I don't, it keeps me, it keeps me just being able to focus on, on, on what the connection is, but, but I love it. And I, and, and listen with you guys, for me, it's totally like, they're going to think what? Verda knows Jana and Jason. That's gonna that's gonna that's gonna up my my cool score. So ah! so if I had so a nickel. <laughs> oh stop. <laughs> Listen to him. I love it. I, I love would it. kick him under the table for you, Berta, <laughs> if you I could. Thanks. <laughs> So, so let's, let's talk for a minute about that shift. Okay. And, and we've all shifted from one career to another and, and then had, had to sort of fall into this. Okay. Now I'm starting from, from where I am. Now what? Now what? Now what? Exactly. (laughs) So tell me about maybe two or three things that, that have really made that decision worthwhile. For me. It's been about life purpose. I, I had a mm. great career. I, I was a radio personality here in Orlando, Florida. I loved what I did. I loved the people I worked with. And and most of all, I loved the fans that I connected with daily. Yeah. However, I just felt this voice inside me that said, Jana, there's something bigger and better. And I I couldn't shake the feeling that I was leaving some untapped potential somewhere within. And so for me, it's been 
about letting go of a good life in order to explore an extraordinary one. I love it. And that willingness to get uncomfortable because you were at the top of yes. your game. <laughs> it, yes. And and I will say, you know, people think, okay, so I let go of a good life and they expect to just immediately jump into something better. Mm-hmm. It it didn't work like that for me. Mm-hmm. I let go of a good life and then I slumped. I slumped first. But the catapult is going way up and it is way worth it and it is bigger and it is better and you should trust that inner voice. Yeah. And when we talk about slump, it's, it was the, the tunnel that the train was going through. Right. Right. And we didn't see a light, but then we did. Yeah. And it is glorious. Yes. And it has, it's the light of a thousand stadiums. Yeah. For a million stadiums. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> Look, I'm all and I and I get super emotional, especially with, with you too, because I know that you're so impact driven bottom line. Okay. And I know we've had some really, really great deep conversations on on the philanthropy side of things, on on how we change the world. And we say that like it's a normal thing because you know what? It's a normal thing. You know, people hear me talk sometimes and they think, oh, well, is she smoking? I need some of that. And I'm like, <laughs> you know what? Um, it, it, it's just it's just real. So let's talk for a minute about, and Jason, I know you, you've also been very involved and you have um, a, a great nonprofit that you started, but but talk to me about the drive that that comes to this engine and to this train when we're talking about something so much bigger than ourselves. It, it's all, everything is bigger than us. I mean, we're here just for a very short period of time. And if you have kids, they're going to be here for a short period of time. Jan and I don't have kids. But what we want to make is an, a lasting impact on the earth and how people relate and respond to each other and take care of each other because... And take care of themselves. And take care yes. of themselves. Yes. Because while we're here, it needs to be epic. And that's and you're writing your story every day. And if you don't like the chapter that you just wrote, start new. Oh, because that's the beautiful it. thing is, is when you turn the page and wake up in the morning, everything behind you is because of how you responded and reacted to the things that you were coming into contact with. And going forward, everything is going to be how you respond and react to what you put yourself in front of going forward. So set your goal, figure out where you want to end, and start responding and reacting in a way that's going to get you towards that goal. And for us, it's a, it's a ripple effect. So as we create a, a more caring and understanding environment around us and we give back to the community – the community gets better. So yes. it's it's almost when when I was in high school or elementary school, we created these plant um and I forget what they're called, but they're like an aquarium that's that's totally isolated and it it the plants are in like this big glass thing with a cork in the end and it creates its own water Ecosystem and all that stuff. Or, yeah. okay. Right. So if you are constantly blowing smoke and dirty putting garbage in, it's gonna die and be nasty. But wow. if you're creating a ripple effect of just awesomeness and wonderfulness and living lucky and raising that elevation and frequency, the community, the whole community rises. The rising tide raises all ships. Yes, yes. And that's where we want everything going. So we want to make 
hundreds of billions of dollars, invest in the communities around us, and just make everything better. I mean, there's so many problems in the world. You can't solve everything as just two individuals, but collectively, God, what power we have. Yeah, And actually, I I just want to say that the more we... When I was going through a really dark time, Mm -hmm. the more I stopped focusing on what the world had to give me and what I start when I really just started trying to help others around me, it was almost like the world responded by giving back to me. So it's very odd, but but the more like we we greet at church, mm-hmm. and the more that I would just say, "Good morning, how are you?" and the more I would connect with people, the more they would come to church and say, "Oh my gosh, I'm here because of you, Jana," <gasps> and then yes. that would make me feel good. Or we started um, we started hosting foreign exchange students, and the more that I tried to help them, help them with their English, help them learn to to speak, help them give a speech, then the more I was driving them around, helping them give their presentations. And it was almost like the world made me realize, Jana, this is what you should be doing. You're good at speaking. You should be speaking. So it was almost like the more I tried to help people do what they do, it it was the way the universe was teaching me, this is your path. This is your destiny. And and thanking you. And one thing, so don't turn off the radio just yet or the the episode just yet, because (laughs) when we talk about expectations... Mm-hmm. I do want to caution people not to put ex- to to put expectations on the way other people respond. Yes. Because like I went through when I when I got into sales, I was trying to get the Rolexes, I was trying to get the Maseratis and the Ferraris. I wanted all these wonderful big nice things and it was until I it wasn't until I started giving that things made that turn. And I went for a long time being kind and being generous and thinking, when does the infinity loop start? And when when is that what goes around comes around start? Mm-hmm. And when I let go of the expectation and I was like, you know what? It's never going to come back around. It's just not in my lifetime. You have to surrender the outcome. Thank you. you yes. can only yeah. be in charge of the energy that you bring yeah. and right. your intention to help other people. And let it go with that. And just let it go. And yeah. then as- I want to do this because it's the right thing. Mm-hmm. I enjoy doing it. I feel good helping my fellow man. And and there's my expectation on that. Yes. 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 I love that. I love it. And you will be shocked at what that ripple turns into a tsunami. I knew I I knew I married a smart man. (laughs) I love that, Jason. And it's and listen, and but and we do need to, and I want to talk about your your morning routine in just a second, because I think that's gonna be a a great gift for everyone who's listening. But I I always say I I keep track, but I don't keep score, right? I make sure that I'm keeping track, that I'm out there doing, that I'm I'm doing what I'm supposed to do, that I'm doing what God has called me to do, and that's Mm -hmm. it. But I'm not keeping score of of what's... And and what you just said, Jason, when you stop keeping score, it's it's just 
there's no other word but magical. What yeah, that's marriage advice too. Yeah. Just everybody. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Write that Stop down. Stop keeping sc- score yeah. and you will live lucky. And yes. Mr. Husband. <laughs> ah, I love it. I love literally. It. That, ah. makes, that makes bedtime a lot more fun. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so, so let's talk for a minute. Speaking of bedtime, um, we're not going to get into that topic, okay. but, but I, I love I, you guys, as you get to know, uh, Jana and Jason, you're going to find that this is, this is like the model of what we should be aspiring to in our marriages <laughs> because it's, they're, they're so uh, connected. And it's really, like I said before, it's just coming from a place of, of, and, and constantly raising each other up and elevating, which is really what we need to be doing. But let's talk for a minute about, I know that you have a, a winning, powerful, morning routine. Yes, we do. In fact, we have just partnered with Hal Elrod and the Miracle Morning Clubhouse crew. And we are we are part of their moderation team. And what we do is we meet every morning on Clubhouse from 8 to 10. And we just talk about our morning routine, which for Jason and I, it started out, we get up very, very early we go for gratitude walks, we journal, we do meditation, we make sure we drink our water, we do a little exercising. Sometimes our exercising is just going for walks, like I said, but sometimes we'll do a little bit more. Hardcore. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like 15 minutes on a stationary bike. <laughs> yeah, that's hardcore. <laughs> and, and, and we laugh. We make yes. sure that we put laughter into our morning routine because we think that fun is is a non-negotiable beautiful value and i I joke about the the hardcore 15 minutes on a stationary bike Mm -hmm. but when you're doing when you have balance and the right things you don't have to be do a crazy hour-long workout or two-hour workout to to maintain what you want to do once that merry-go-round's going yep you don't have to do a lot I mean, yeah. if, you, if you're just putting in your 15 minutes and you're and you're taking a, a gratitude walk at lunch and things like that, there it's amazing what the difference is. And it yeah. wasn't always this great morning routine. I used to be the early riser, but I didn't have purpose behind it. I just I, I got up early and January mm-hmm. like, can you just stay in bed a little longer? Yeah, <laughs> but, then, but now, then I went through depression, and for me, I first forgot how to do my morning routine. So it started, hey, we need to write this down. We need to do a check mark. And then we end our morning routine every day at 6.50. We go live on Facebook and we connect with our audience. And when I say audience, it's become our community of friends. And they join us every day for coffee. And we just talk. We talk about how are you? What? How are you really? How? Right. What's going on? Right. What? What's really happening? How are you feeling? We talk about our feelings because that was one reason when I went through depression. I I felt like sometimes when I was on the radio, I was expected to be happy go lucky, jovial Jana Banana, right all the time. Right. And what I realized is that as you start peeling those outer layers of the banana, that's where the gold is 
That's where the emotions and the feelings are. That's where you start realizing that's that's your essential self. That's where your heart and your spirit and your soul live. Sometimes wow. there's a bruise under there. Yeah, and yeah. and that's yeah. what's so beautiful. Yeah. So yeah. so we end our morning routine with connection. Mm. Wow, that's beautiful. And what's crazy, Jason, what you just said, um, sometimes when, when they're bruised, that's the sweetest spot yep. the banana. Yep. And I love the shirt you had on yesterday. <laughs> oh, no. Which was it? Uh, it was your Peloton uh, big banana yeah, shirt. Yeah. Top banana. <laughs> oh, I need to get a big banana shirt. Oh, oh no. no. I didn't even think about that. My goodness. I mean, I talk about Stop. Truth Stop camera. right there. PG. We're family friendly. Oh my goodness. Uh that's that's hysterical. I love it. I love you guys are so much fun. Okay, so I never get to do this. Never get to do this. So I am super excited that I get to do this with you guys. Okay. Now I I will ask people, you know, if I looked you up in the dictionary, what would oh, no. it, what would it say, right? But today I get to ask Jason. If we looked up Jana in the dictionary, <laughs> what would it say? And I get to ask Jana, if we looked up Jason in the dictionary, what would it say? Jana, you want to go first? Oh, yes, of course. Oh, yeah. So if you looked up Jason in the dictionary, <laughs> you would find a very happy-go-lucky person. I would think enthusiasm sums him up. He is enthusiastic. He is optimistic. And he's just been a barrel of fun. In fact, I would describe Jason as the jackpot of life. (gasps) Now I'm kind of sorry I asked her first, Jason. How do you top that? No, I know that I know that you will because I I know how much how much love you guys have for each other, J- Jenna. That's beautiful. Oh, thank I you. Love it. I oh. thought she was gonna put um, Jana's husband is what it would say, yeah. <laughs> Mister Jana. See his humor. His humor is present. Yes, that's, uh, I love that's it. usually I love how it. people refer to me, but and I'm fine with it because I I, I don't have an ego um, or much of one. Anyway. Oh, so I, I think egos get in the way a lot. Yeah, agree. <laughs> so agree. If agree. I were to look up Jana, if anyone were to look up Jana in the dictionary, I would say it probably would have to be just authentic because mm. she is the real deal. She's beautiful inside and out. She has her bruises, but around all the bruises is the most beautiful, amazing, real woman <sighs> that can uplift, inspire, motivate care for and engage you in the most amazing way possible. Ah, I love it. I totally see it. And I pray that you receive that, Jenna. And I can tell that you do because you're almost crying, but whatever. (laughs) Beautiful, beautiful, Jason. See, you guys, you guys kept it, kept it there at the same level. I love that. And, and I, I think I would add for both of you, um, unapologetic world changers. And, and, and you are, I know that you're changing the I'm world every day. I'm lucky for sure. Yeah. I love you know. it. I love it. Okay. So before, before we go, and I want to make sure that people know where to find you and, and everything that you've got going on, because I know that you're, you're putting out so much into this world. There are a lot of opportunities for, for us to follow you. But before I do that, um, I, I want to ask you as, as 
this dynamic duo power couple um, that you are, what would you say is your holy shit factor as this, as this couple of just powerful world changers? I think that our holy shit factor is that we have found that as we have been digging through the layers, peeling the banana, diving into our introspection and really, really finding ourselves, I think we're finding that there's gold There's gold that not only lives in us, but the more that we find the treasure within, we're seeing it in other people too. Everybody has it in there. It just, sometimes it takes a little polish. Sometimes it takes a pickaxe. Wow. And and I'm finding that the more that we show up for each other and ourselves, we are becoming awesome amplifiers people around us it's like a magnet and we're elevating together yeah and you can't and and realizing that it's not something someone else does for you it's when i say it takes a little polish or a pickaxe it's Mm -hmm. it's something that you you do yourself but some it's something someone else helps you realize and helps you lead you to that gold and says this is not just a dirt ball it's beautiful. It's gold underneath. Yeah. You know, I grew Let up shine. I grew yeah. up in Kansas and I've always been drawn to The Wizard of Oz. It's always been one of my favorite movies. And all through my life, I thought the message of the movie was there's no place like home. There's no place like home. But the older I get, I think that Glinda the good witch mm-hmm. sums it all up when she says, you've always had it, my dear. You <gasps> just have to find it yourself. Yes. Oh, my goodness. That is amazing. And 100% totally see it. And I, and I think people... Um, and and it's and it's what you both said. It's just it's just a matter of putting yourself in a position that if you can't discover it yourself, let's let's get someone to come in and help us uncover that. So tell us how we can find you. What you have going on? I know you've got you've got so much going on, especially now with Clubhouse adding Clubhouse to the yes. equation. And lately, you can find Jana all over Rachel Hollis's page because. <laughs> She's putting Jana's picture all over. Rachel. We won't go there. We, we have a lot going on. So we've been trying to keep it succinct. And we've been putting it all on our website, which is janashelfer.com. And you can go to our website and then you can find all of our different platforms there. Great. So we do connect with everybody live on Facebook every morning at 6.50. We have a podcast called Living Lucky. We also have a YouTube page. We put a different YouTube video up once a week and we are on clubhouse every morning from 8 to 10 eastern standard time love it and look up also look up on on uh, facebook the the group i'm a life coach uh, now what i'm a life coach now what and if you want to be in our vip area that kind of gets to see behind the scenes and mm-hmm. and gets to interact with us basically in a zoom meeting and that's jana and jason live 
So yeah. that's a that's a private paid membership group, and we have a lot of fun in there. I love it. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Please. Thank you. I'm so grateful to both of you to not only have you in my life, but now I get to share you with our audience and they're going to they Berta, by now. You've know. been a big <laughs> part of our story. And I feel like it was divine intervention that you found us. So thank you. Thank so you. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you. Thank yes. you both. All right, folks, you heard it here. Go out there and do good and be great and go play outside and we'll see you next time. Bye.